a Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires and Renthal on RacerXOnline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,500 podcasts delivered with over 15 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. As always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast. This is the Salt Lake Supercross 1 wrap-up show. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. I'm Steve Mathis. As always, thank you to Fly Racing for making this podcast happen, flyracing.com. Please check them out on the web. Justin Brayton, Zach Osborne, Blake Baggett leading laps today in Salt Lake City in Fly Racing gear from the Formula Helmet to the FR5 boots to the Kinetic Mesh gear. They've got you covered head to toe and as well. they got a full line of watercraft stuff and mountain bike stuff as well. I use a lot of their mountain bike products and uh, they're they're doing a great job, folks at Fly Racing. So thank you to that. Also brought to you by Maxxis Tires. A-Ray using the Maxxis Tire out there to uh, dominate the LCQ. MXSTs developed by Jeremy McGrath. Uh, I've got a set on my bike right now as well. Great mountain bike tires, of course. The Minions are what I use on, on the uh, Intense Taser. And, uh, oh, yeah, please check them out, Maxxis.com for more information. If you're looking for a high-end uh, set of motocross tires, uh, this is Maxxis's answer, and they can dial you in. So also thank you to Renthal as well, the winning brand in manufacturing design for the last half century. Renthal continues to lead the world at the very top level of sport. Amassing more titles than all competing brands combined, Renthal's records are unsurpassable. With over 222 U.S. titles and 213 world titles. Thanks to the hard work and dedication to detail, Renthal Factory has been helping world-class riders achieve their championship goals since 1969. Renthal.com for more information on that. I also want to thank the folks at Alias CBD, the official pain bomb of the Geico Honda team, and, and Joe Schmoda might have needed some of that today. Uh, please check them out. Alias Racer X is the code to save 20%. Uh, designed for the extreme athlete and all of us, everyone is talking about CBD, but Alias Pain Bomb is so much more. They spent years working with the top scientists in the field, and uh, again, their motivation was a love for motocross and finding a new way to advance the sport. AliasCBD.com for more information. Also, in these times right now that we're going on to help fight COVID-19, high-purity natural products in Massachusetts, switch gears from wholesale CBD products to hand sanitizer. These guys have found a whole new market doing the hand sanitizer. And they combine their leading supplier of the FDA Formula 40B, chosen as most effective in combating COVID-19. They have two-ounce bottles with generic labels available at the lowest price uh, possible. These are uh, um, a wholesale company for looking for distribution. Get a supply for your shop, store, or company today. Keep your hands Sano with high purity. HP hands. AN.com for more information. Go there. HPHandsAN.com for more information on that. All right. Let's talk Salt Lake City Supercross 1. Uh, with me here, the voice of Flat Track, the voice of Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships, the voice of GNCC, the voice of uh, Geneva Supercross, the voice of Enduro Cross. He's Jason Wygant. Yeah, if those events actually happen wait come back we 
We think you're on for flat track. They're on. The, the season is back. I think July 17th, they start racing. Yeah. So I guess I'm back there. There's going to be nine double headers. Pro to, motocross is back. They've never said it's a matter of if. It's always been a matter of when. Thank you. And it's sometime in July. Don't, just don't worry. You're going to make the money that you need to make. I, dude, you could not guarantee any of this. I cannot guarantee you're any of this. fine. You we're all opening up. We're opening up. That's a beautiful be, country. That we're could opening be the up. Problem. That yeah. could be the problem. Uh, also on the line or on the line <laughs> here. Yeah. Here. <laughs> uh, two time German Supercross champion, two time Montreal Supercross champion working for Fly Racing. It's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Not too much. This is uh, the first of many, many podcasts that we will be on the line for in this same city. Well, we just. Mm-hmm going to hang out the whole time we at an undisclosed location in deep in the heart of salt lake city where there happened to be riots oh my god last night this is this is gonna be a little longer pod because we got to get into some stuff Mm -hmm. good um even though this is the end of a 14 hour day for us yeah i was gonna say it's already nine it it doesn't matter we got to get into this so um we're here we're gonna be doing news reviews every week uh two a week and uh talking about salt lake city and everything else um so far, Weege, look, I don't have a family. I got a beautiful basset hound and a beautiful wife, and I pretty much do whatever I want. JT is solo up there in Boise. You have a wife and two children, we believe. Oh, you're <laughs> yeah. convinced. Yeah, two, two children. All right, we have a rare moment of Steve actually like so, changing his mind on something. So what is this been like for you to be here so far? Like this is, so we've been mountain biking. We've been hanging out. What's this been I like? Also for went you? dirt bike riding. Oh, oh dirt bike riding with riding. the great yeah. Shane Watts. Yeah, uh, two mountain bike sessions and a dirt bike session in a two-day span. That's three rides. Yeah. in two days. Yeah, uh, our buddy Jeremy Malott from Red Bull uh, summed it up best on a text. He said, "You're living a Viagra commercial." Yeah, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. In the drug commercials where every day is beautiful and sunny and yeah. outside yeah. doing the yeah, that's you just me. need two bathtubs for you and a chick and, and you're holding hands in the bathtub. Yeah, how right. that worked? But um, uh, yeah, it's yeah. been uh, spectacular and even to the point um, things that you wouldn't think I would enjoy. Like last night, JT wanted to go to dinner Saturday night, and I'm like, no, nah, man, I'm hanging out in my room by myself. I'm gonna yeah. watch whatever I want on TV right. and read whatever I want on my phone because there's no one around for the first time yep. since late February. <laughs> so. It's been uh, it, phenomenal, it, and is, I wish I could stay longer. <laughs> you're, 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 are you down for the seven races in 21-day plan in 2021? Uh, if and somebody's, if you're paying, I'm saying. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, right, for sure, right. I would be. <laughs> right, right. And uh, just to add to the story, there was one man from the industry on my flight. Yeah. Right here, one right. man. One man. Ralph Shaheen. Of course. So we broke down the whole time. God, if the if that plane went down, what, what would we do? The industry. What would we do? Who would announce motorcycle racing? Daniel Blair. <laughs> Daniel Blair is yeah, upgraded. Yeah, yeah. D- yeah. Yeah, D Blair. Conspiracy theory. Um so Yeah, Ralph said it's twenty seven days, twenty eight days for him. Um I guess it is for you guys. Yeah, J Bone I think said twenty six days. So yeah, that that house they rented. I mean, here we are. We're I'm here, gonna, we're doing this. I'm uh, not gonna be here the whole time. Oh, you're not? I don't think Steve is either. I'm on. I'm on. I'm on the edge. I don't know. We'll, well see. we have a real dilemma here because right. we have to decide how. M- this is cool that we're all hanging out. It is fun. Yeah. But are we getting work done or not? We yeah. basically talked to no one today at the track. Well, w- yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah. But yeah, um, and and w- I got you know I do a lot of shows and a lot of columns and I got to make sure I get all that done right. Yeah. Um, and I talked to my wife today, mm-hmm. yesterday, sorry, about the possibility of staying the whole time. She seems fine with this, with that. Mm. So, interesting i was wondering how that was gonna go um mm. so uh mountain biking on the intense uh, taser you you loved it you had a lot of fun 
Well, it was cool. We had this great media session. It was uh, our rivals. Yeah. Swapmoto.com. Yeah. yeah. Screw those guys. Yeah. Uh, And also uh, Garth Milan, Ryan Swanberg, photographers. Yep. I don't know. Various people have probably loved and hated each other in these companies through the years. Right. Who cares, man? Yeah. We're all in Salt Lake City. We're all just like, hey, let's go on mountain bikes. Yeah. Uh, It was cool ride. Very busy. Um, It was fun, though. And uh, again, you kept saying, like, so you have a regular mountain bike. You don't ride it a ton. No. But all you kept saying all day was like, Man, this is great. These things are great, man. I'm not even tired. I'm not that tired. That's what you kept saying. Yeah, where I live, it's cross-country trails. I mean, I'm sure an e-bike would be nice, but it it's not as much of a game changer as here where we're doing, I mean, what would we do? Like a, a solid climb of several miles of nothing but climb? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, you're not doing well, that, that one. The, the second one was 48 yeah. minutes of climbing. Of, yeah. Yeah. That, Doing that on a regular mountain bike right. versus an e-bike is night and day. Right. Where I ride at home, it's up and down and up and down. It's a little different. But, yeah. yeah, it was awesome. And then finally, last night, we found a way to actually <laughs> we did. find a climb we, that even on an e-bike. We wanted gnarly. to get in seven miles. I wanted to get in seven miles to complete the 100-mile week, uh, yeah. keep my streak going. I yep. think it's going to be broken this week. I don't know how I'm going to do that with everything going on. So we went to the closest place, and I guess I didn't look at the trail forks really good enough. And you blew past where we were supposed to turn, and you were leading, and you Once just I kept momentum climbing. Climb, I wasn't going to stop. And you just kept climbing, and I mean, we were really steep before we said, "Okay, we're done." It, it was insane, the climb. <laughs> um, but look, that is the theme of the area. Like everywhere yeah. you go, and I know that every area with this COVID nineteen shutdown has seen more people outdoor exercising than ever before. Yeah. But this is like the mecca of it. I've never been here doing any of that. I've come in and out for Supercross. Yeah, it's crazy and yeah. then jt you've been road biking i'm I assuming have. you've seen a lot of people uh yeah i mean this is it, this area is kind of similar to boise uh where i live in that there's a lot of outdoor activities a lot of people ride dirt bikes mountain bikes water cycling uh that's just the lifestyle here denver's is kind of the same you know the first few years when we were going to lakewood national you're like man everybody's just yeah out riding and yep. doing all these things so i moved to boise a few years after that and that yeah, it's just normal life so yeah it's it's not very atypical for me to see um but yeah the weather's yeah. kind of just breaking and you're seeing a lot of that oh it's uh yeah it's crazy so um and so obviously we had the COVID 19 that shut down supercross and we moved this thing to salt lake for seven races in 22 days and there becomes a riot jt last night yeah. uh police car got uh, caught on fire a man had a bow and arrow and shot it in the crowd apparently we think anton may have been down there we're not sure <laughs> How can he resist? Um, yeah, we don't know. The jury's out on that. And we had we had fires and looting. And this is Salt Lake City. <laughs> we just like, what are you guys so mad about? <laughs> but this it was is unbelievable. A, this yeah. is a nationwide well, thing going on. And, and this, the Salt Lake one was so strange because they they turned a car over, and then it was like, can we can we try to get this thing caught on fire? It was it was they worked hard at it. Yeah, and and you know we were all kind of monitoring everything that was going on and hoping it wasn't going to affect our racing. Meanwhile, cities like Philadelphia and New York and Chicago and Dallas and Tampa are literally burning to the ground. Like it's a much more serious situation in a lot of those cities than it was here. But the simple fact that anything was going on here was pretty wild. It it really was. And I've had people tweet me that say they lived here all their life. This is insane. They're just like, what is going on? Well, yeah. And you watch the news though, and it's a lot of Caucasian youngsters that they look pretty angry, but I think all of us were kind of like... I don't know what they're so angry about. This doesn't seem to affect these people specifically, right? And we have to be very careful how we approach this because everybody is entitled to their own opinions and, and feelings. 
but it really seemed like a strange place to have a lot of these riots going on. Yeah, we definitely understand why the riots are going on and what people are upset about. I guess we're just seeing a little disconnect of the citizens of Salt Lake City. Yeah. And how they got mad enough to start flipping cars and burning them. But I don't know, but there was apparently some really good phone calls between all the people who fell yesterday. Yeah. Like, what are we going to do but if this of, gets out of hand? I think that was the funniest part is you watch the news for long enough, and I was watching the local Fox station for long enough, and you realize that a lot of them weren't that angry. There were a lot of people just spectating, literally yeah. standing down there with their iPhones, just hanging out, yep. okay. walking around, kids on their shoulders. It turned into like this spectacle. <laughs> I, I turned it off. I don't want to watch. I don't care. The world's depressing enough. But we, a guy showed up, an older guy with a bow and arrow. I, did he shoot the arrow into the crowd? I'm getting conflicting reports think, no, on that. I don't know. Because so was, he got beat down. I don't know. He got beat down for that. Yes. Then his car got turned upside down, put on, caught on fire. And then you said he came back for an interview on the news. He did. <laughs> yes, incredibly. He didn't get arrested or anything. He, the police kind of pulled him back just so he wouldn't get beat down maybe to death. Right. And then he comes back like two hours later. So you saw this too, JT, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, He's a little roughed up. He was roughed up. He was yeah, he was bleeding up. for the mouth. And then he said all he did was say all lives matter. And then he got beat down. And he conveniently left out one <laughs> semi-important detail. I had a bow and arrow that I was pulling back. To potentially shoot at these right, people. Right. He left that minor but, but, detail but, out. But I don't know why these people jumped me. Yeah, I just yeah. got jumped. Right, right. Uh, yeah, so when that's unfolding, then I, as you guys probably did too, I start getting texts like, I'm hearing the race is going to be canceled. Yeah, yeah. I was almost surprised today to even hear that. I guess they had to have calls and they had to discuss it. Yeah. I was never really I, I didn't worried. Either. We're all in this thing and we're, we're in a bubble. I, well, when a, cur- when a curfew goes out, Basically saying, yes. and, and our hotel basically was saying, you can't leave. If you leave, you can't come back. Like there were a lot oh, of things. Really? Oh yeah. They had the doors locked. Uh, the, oh. the, uh, gentleman at the, there's a bar. That's the only thing open in our hotel. And it was kind of the center point for last night. People are watching the news in there and whatever. And there, and the guy in there, which he was very uninformed, basically said, I can't leave. No one can leave. Like, and we're like, okay, things are starting to go sideways quickly. Luckily he was not all that well informed. And was this oh, the same guy this working is, last night that was also working correct. the Starbucks this yes. morning? Same guy. Yeah, he is okay. not. I, the I don't. One you yeah, go to for news. he works long hours. I don't, not the one you want to go to for. I news. don't no. feel that man is well informed no. with what's no, going no, no, on. No, 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 no. But on the good news, he gave us free Starbucks this morning. He did yeah. But so. was it good? No, it was garbage <laughs> coffee. I wish I would have. Yeah. Anyway, so I bought Starbucks and it was yeah, free. It was yeah. great. And then we ordered pizza tonight, everybody, and we just it's like it's my turn to pay because JT bought Chipotle today. Yeah. And I bought Starbucks the other day and JT's like, uh, so we just like, I'm going to pay conveniently the pizza place. He called, uh, didn't pick up. He said eight times, but I just went on my app and ordered it and paid for it myself. Stop it. And th- that was I, it. I have verified so proof. It's eight calls. Okay. All right. The city's on lockdown, man. Conveniently, we just not paid for a thing <laughs> as of right the city's now. On lockdown. And he also had his mask on upside down, which goes with the Jersey a few months ago. So. He has, yes, he had his yes. fly mask on upside down. When we were awesome. right. Multiple times with right. the mask on upside down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, so you were right. never were you were were I was never. No, I, was I never was. The, I never yeah. was because it was a day race for one. So they weren't going to riot too much during the day. Yeah, two were in Salt Lake City, but I did have to just go like, what else? Like what Super is cross. like what is going on here? Right. When they hit us with a citywide curfew until Monday, you weren't concerned at all. No, because we weren't racing at night. We were in the day. But it was. It didn't matter. It was from Saturday night at 8 p.m. until Monday morning at 6 a.m. It doesn't matter if it's day. I thought night. you just couldn't go out after 8 p.m. No, 8 Saturday till 6 a.m. Sunday or Monday. Monday and everything in between. Yeah. 
Okay, well, I was just out right. getting the pizza that I had to pay for, and there was no problem. Yeah, and you're not technically supposed to be. I understand what you're saying. Oh, okay. And there's people. There yeah, are there's people, people everywhere. All over the right. Place, right. But yeah. according to the letter of the curfew, uh, which I, I would, what I was worried about is such an official event as Supercross. So it's on NBC. It's like, how are you going to run this event when you're telling everyone to stay inside their house in this yeah. city? Yeah. But except for all those people, they're going to run an event on NBC. And, and, and also, event. by the way, in the riots, there was no social distancing going on. Absolutely no, not. But they were That's wearing canceled. masks. Some people were wearing masks. That's officially canceled. Yeah, yeah. For 2020. Yeah, yeah. All up on each other, right, but right. wearing masks. Well, I, oh, I, and, and the best yeah. part, too. Well, maybe yes. not the best part. But uh, JT said one of the guys was wearing a Geico Honda hat that tipped the car over. No, the Weech. Weech yeah, spotted. I saw oh. there was a guy with a Geico okay. Honda hat. Do you know if the PR guy's on that? Did he get some quotes? I don't know. Maybe, maybe he needs to put out a press release. <laughs> we were on fire. <laughs> Hopefully, he took the 15 minutes to save 15% before his car Before, got before the car. The so, uh, I, I mean, look, saying, they, say, they say any got... advertising is good advertising. That's Geico what they say. The logos in. That's what they say. I, I don't think it was a team is member. There, is there a Joyce Julius report for that man? Yes. <laughs> I mean, that was a lot of exposure. A lot of people watched. <laughs> right. So, I was saying, imagine if they're like, and now they have approached a series of very brightly colored 18 wheelers and they're trying to flip them <laughs> and then you said who would if they broke into the supercross pits and yeah. one rig got this flipped this was the joke yeah this was what the would joke. it be steve it would be jgr's oh, <laughs> 100 jgr's truck is getting flipped and and set on fire and everyone else's is fine everyone else's is fine it's just coy gibbs and his truck it's too soon after yeah, tickle yeah it's too well soon. we'll get into that right oh, God, so it was GGR. just perfect oh, right God. so um Anyway, so this has been weird. So uh, we showed up. We got our passes. We went straight in the press box. We talked to Footnick for a little bit, uh, Duff. But really, there is no interaction for us in the media. And, yep. and we did not go down back down to the, tr- to the pits after practice. It was a day program-ish. Uh, and after the race, we did hang out for a little bit and spoke to a few people. But it wasn't – Yeah. It's a yeah. different vibe, man. It's weird. Oh yeah, and I think we probably could have, but we we're, we're we're all trying to do is if you see us wearing masks or social distancing, this is not at all a political statement by any of us. We're all trying to just play by the rules because we all want these races to happen. Well, this is the state of Utah telling Fell this is what you got to do to have yeah. these races. We want to be the ones that get this thing shut down. Of course not. No. So we're just going to play by the rules and do what we have to do. And it's kind of like a truce. Like one media outlet could break the rule, right? And get better coverage than others, but I think we're all like, we're all in this together. Well, there was one. Yeah, and that got some people mad. But we saw a swap and Anton, a swap yeah. moto, and they're like, they told us don't do anything of the track. We could, but yeah. we said we wouldn't. Right. And I'm like, we said we wouldn't either, so we're all going back to the hotel. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, it was just a weird vibe. No fans, of course, or yes. anything. We, we, we all knew that. How's your phone, JT? Good? It's good, yeah. You've literally yeah, been on the whole, whole yeah, podcast. It's good. It's okay. Good. All right. Have I missed anything? I, I, you, would not, you would be better if you didn't be he's on the phone. At, he's looking at results. What? I'm sure. I'm sure he's looking at results oh, okay. and points right. and all lap right. times. Um, the right. riders, so, uh, we, we were all in on the, the post-race press conference was done over Zoom. Yeah. We had to leave the track and get to our hotel yep. to get Wi-Fi. The rider, I didn't even think about this. All of them, or most of them, if you notice, said not having opening ceremonies and music and lights and pyro. Yeah actually did affect them it's tomac said he had to get himself pumped up brayton said to me it was it was just like a practice yeah. the heat race was just yeah. like a qualifying practice totally. and he was like, i mean it's the same feel and vibe and it's actually at the same time if you think practice. about a normal yes. day yes. Yeah. at the same time yeah yeah totally um let's talk a little bit about this so before we get to the race itself the track here uh, i mean this i got i got wind complaints 
I got uh, cement down the cement complaints. I got bricks on the track complaints. I got rut complaints. I got basic layout complaints. And also we saw how rough it was and how gnarly it got. Not, not rough, but gnarly and beat up. JT, I don't know how this thing's going to make it six more races. This base and this dirt. And I asked Roxanne that question in, in the, in the, in the post race. Like it was bad today and it, we're it, only it at bad. race one. It was bad, but I, I think he, he wasn't pleased with the track. That was pretty obvious. Well, like anybody was. No, yeah, no, he wasn't happy, but I think he also made a pretty good point that it probably won't get worse because they're going to have night races. The sun won't be beating down on it. Hopefully that was one of the warmer days. And we had a very, we had a 98 degree day yesterday. Uh So for them to get any moisture into it and keep it in there with the wind and the heat over the last 48 hours was pretty much impossible. So hopefully it's going to cool down. We're going to get low eighties moving forward. They can get some water into it and racing at night. Maybe that water will stay in it. That that's the only hope. Right. And and I thought Roxon handled it well. He didn't freak out. And he said it, you know, he, he took a shot, can't get any worse but hopefully it'll get a little better as the yeah. conditions improve. It, it was really challenging each to these guys like that. And, they, and for all those reasons I listed like 18, 18 things came up when you talk to the different guys. Yeah, it was a, uh, almost a miracle. They managed to get all those things in, in one track. <laughs> I mean, we were talking to Chiz a little bit yeah. there before we left that He said it was like dragging pegs because the ruts were so deep in a section where there was also dust. Yeah. So you had, and like, then he said the wind and the wind the was wind throwing came him sideways. Up. Yes. It had it all. Now, JT, I'm going to ask you. Wind is the worst. Can you just flood the crap out of a track for two straight days and make that practice muddy and be muddy before the heat race and prevent what we saw tonight? Because it was it actually looked like they were riding on the moon. You definitely can. I think the biggest problem, though, was being 98 degrees yesterday. Yeah. You have no chance. None. So no matter how much flooding you do? Doesn't matter. I when see. it's that windy and that hot, you're... You're, yeah, you're, I don't want to say pissing in the wind, but basically what you're doing, yeah. you have no chance yeah. at keeping the moisture in it. Okay. So hopefully these conditions cool down a bit. Yeah. The difference between 98 and 82 on a track is huge. Mm. So I don't expect that we're going to see Atlanta <laughs> dirt yeah. out of this yeah. track, but we can definitely see better conditions than we saw yesterday. And that, that's what I think they'll work towards, right? They, I'm sure they learned a lot about how the dirt was going to respond. And, and there's a lot of things. You have to remember, we're racing May 31st. We've never raced, well, say never, but in 20, 30 years, mm. we haven't raced this late into the season. So seeing how the dirt's going to respond this hot and this dry, yeah, they're going to just have to flood it and watch the weather to make sure there's going to be no rain on top of it. But yeah, I, I do expect it to be a lot better on Wednesday than, I, than we saw today. It's... Oh. uh. I, I don't. I guess we'll see. Um, it was a very basic track. I'm fine with that. You guys have been, these guys have been off for two and a half months. We I, knew this going in. I'm going to qualify fine. it. I think deterioration won't be a lot better because that's the makeup of the dirt. I just think the dust and the blue groove that you see will be a little better. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. They, I mean, look, we're here for, for six more. So nobody was really a fan today, but the guys at Feld were battling an uphill battle. Yeah, um, I, you know a little we bit. All so know this, yeah. But the thing is, I think they're a little ahead of themselves, saying the night racing is really going to help because we were talking to uh, Shanty AC's mechanic, and yeah. he's like, "Dude, the race ends at like eight p.m. on Wednesday. It's still light out." I don't think so. It it starts at eight p.m. So is he just way off on that? I, I don't know. He just said I don't remember him saying that. I just remember him saying that uh, at ten o'clock it gets dark. It's it's light until nine. Right. I think it starts eight local. Yeah. Ten east. Yep. So it'll be dark, but by the main even event. if it's not dark, 
you're talking about a 73 degree, oh, okay. you know, seven right. o'clock, eight yeah. o'clock, right. nine they, o'clock night. They definitely flooded it. They tried to, and it made for some 250 races that were sketchy, mm-hmm. but they were trying, but it's got to get it wetter before then. Yeah. You're, you're just creating puddles and mud on right. the top, you know, it, watering it that late. It's got to be worked in and it's going to be a full time job as they change the track to water it as they go. I mean, they're uh, going to have to just dump thousands and thousands of gallons of water on this track. As far as the, like a lot of riders got uh, houses and Airbnbs, a lot of them are in Park City, which is about 40 minutes away, really beautiful. So a lot of guys are out there. Uh, the guys I've talked to, texted with or talked to, I mean, everybody's in a kind of a good mood. I, th- yeah. I mean, look, they're all away from our families. Some are loving it like we each. <laughs> um, but yeah, everyone's in kind of a good mood. I feel like everyone's like, hey, Let's do this. We're here. Embrace it for what it is. Do you feel like that? Well, definitely going in for sure. Because if you really think about it for these riders, okay, three weeks is not really a long time out of the course of their life. And it's, they don't have to fly anywhere. What motocross guy doesn't want to live in a town that's great for either mountain biking or road biking? Yeah. Uh, So I think they're actually down with this. And Roxon in a press conference they had on Friday night even said, I don't know, maybe this is a thing of the future. Let's race Wednesdays and Saturdays or Wednesdays and Sundays, shorten the season or give us some off weekends. Yeah. So I think they kind of like it. However, I qualify all of it by everyone comes in Anaheim one, right? Bikes better than ever, best shape of their life. As races start to happen and results aren't as good as people expect, which is the nature of it. Yeah. And we're here really three weeks and the idea of three weeks becomes reality. Do they all feel that happy? Yeah, yeah, who knows? You, know, uh, you yeah. know what? I think one of the best parts of this whole deal for the mechanics is they don't have to take the 10 up and down. Yep. They really, that's a yep. really crappy job for mechanics. Like, I, I've watched it happen. I've helped not as much as I've watched it happen, but a lot of it is because I can't reach some oh, of the go. 10 here parts and whatever. Like, I'm too short <laughs> to really help, which is crazy, but it's true. Um, but that's uh, a, what you can do is grab a pole and use the pole as the stilt, but it's okay. But I can't. I can't. You don't need to. You just use the pole, you hold it up, and then you lower it down onto your hand. I've tried to do that, yeah. Okay. It, it doesn't right. go real well. Right. Yeah. But I'm saying yeah. for the Setting mechanics, up the tents suck. It's the worst yeah, job. That's what I'm saying. It's the worst they job. don't have to do that. That's seven that, rounds of not doing that. They did Jim, it once, and they're going to have to do it three weeks from now to take it down, and they're done. I watched a man named Jim Perry year after year pull phenomenal excuses out to not help us take the tent down at the end of the day. I got to check results. Mm-hmm. I got to talk to the AMA. I'm it's, doing these air quotes. It sucks. Jimmy Perry was a master at this. He was the MC in 96 of not tearing that tent down at the end of <laughs> national. I've seen a truck driver do it the entire job by himself. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Um, so all these things are going to add up like, yeah, we don't have to right. fly. You know, nothing's worse than the right. sleeping two We got hours. riots. We don't got to fly, but we got riots. <laughs> yes. So, but I still wonder if you're a rider that ends up having crappy results yeah. worse than you expected. And this 450 class is so deep. That's so yep. easy. It's so easy to get 12th yep. when you could be a podium guy. Right. And the track's not so good. And you're eventually like, okay, dude, I got nothing to gain here. I don't know if that vibe's going to go away a little bit. A couple of funny lines I heard. A-Ray said, it was so quiet, you could hear the flagger talking shit on you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and AC said, I'm going to bring a little boom bottle down on the starting line, and we're going to get that thing, we're going to get that, the, the groove vibing or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. said, we got to get people jacked up. I do, I do think so. the novelty's going to wear off. People are yeah. going to be here for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. They're going to want to go home. They're going to get tired of living in a hotel. A lot of them have Airbnbs, which is great. But, uh, yeah, I think this is 
today was probably the best and it will steadily decline as people yeah. are ready to go home and want oh, some change. Or keep racing. I mean, they're not going to do a whole new track. They're going to change a rhythm lane yeah. or two. Or, and so right. these guys are going to have the same they're gonna get, track. They're going to get sore. Like, yeah. Look how many people crashed today and had like DNFs and all this stuff. Seven riders in the 450 main event uh, either didn't finish or pulled in the mechanics. Sorry. Yep. Yeah. Wow. It was insane. Um, so yeah, here we are. We're going to do these. We've got Pulp Mex Fantasy podcast coming up. We've got Moto 60 shows. We've got these Racer X podcasts coming up. I'm going to try to do Privateer Island as well. So get ready, folks. We're going to do a lot of these things. And Wygant and JT will be here with us. Well, for a little bit. For a lot of them. Anyways, yeah. um, I'm not pulling in Hansel. I don't know. I'm not. I refuse well, to do we'll that. See. We'll see. I like Hansel. I just, I don't know if I can put a mic we'll in front of him. We'll see. Okay. Um, let's talk. Uh, man, JT, I was telling you. So Tomac wins, yep. stretches out his lead. But early on, it was uh, who was in the lead? Baggett. Baggett. For like eight, Baggett. eight minutes. And Brayton. All fly racing. Well, I was going to bring up the Brayton thing more than the Baggett thing. Brayton was right there. Um, and Tomac gets passed by Webb and gets passed by Roxon and looks and actually gets gapped a little bit. Like things are like, I'm like, oh boy. Like what is happening here? Now yep. he regrouped, got them both back, took off, rode great. But man, JT, you just. That's the thing where you're like, what's going on? Yeah, you were wondering, like, is this another meltdown moment where he can't handle the fact that these two passed him? And it really felt like he just kind of sat back, took a deep breath, and was like, all right, like, that's fine. We're good. I I just got to relax a little bit and and go forward here. But, yeah, it certainly had that moment where he could have fell apart. And and to his credit, he didn't. And he's going to have to maintain that poise for six more rounds. It was impressive, Weech. It was good to, yeah. get, to get back those guys. I mean, because once he got in front, like Webb and Roxon were right there. One mistake? Yeah. Eh, one and a half mistakes, and he would have got passed. So it wasn't like he just blitzed by them, back by them, and took, took out a huge lead. So that meant to get back by those guys, Roxon and Webb, he had to, you know, pull it out of his butt because he wasn't that much faster once he got in front. Right, he wasn't like 8% faster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1%. yeah. yeah. Well, in the end, you, it's the straightest up of straight up wins you can have. He had to eventually yeah. pass both of them back. And to JT's point, we've definitely seen those types of scenarios completely implode or even explode for yep. him. Yep. So it's good in both ways. Um, I was just kind of bummed because I feel like, hey, we know this is a big championship battle between these guys. And second half of the race, even though Tomac was in the lead, yeah. like Webb and Roxham were trying so hard. And like you said, Tomac wasn't so much faster. He was just cruising. Like, you know, he was, he felt that pressure and felt he had to up his game. It was difficult on this track to push too hard. You couldn't really see it on TV, but watching it from above, uh, I'm even looking at lap times now, like lap 19, Webb put in his best lap. Mm -hmm. And then lap 25, he gained a half a second. Like he was trying. Tomac had to earn it. Yes. Lap 25 (laughs) out of 29, 29. The point being, Tomac had to earn it. Yeah. They made him oh, fight yeah. for it, and he yeah. couldn't make those mental mistakes that he's yeah. made before. And, and all these people, obviously, well, more than ever, everyone watched it on TV. No one was there watching. Mm. So you couldn't really see the gap or lack of a gap. Yeah. It was much closer than it felt, and you didn't have the crowd yelling. You yeah. didn't have the hype building. Uh, yeah, if Eli would have made any big mistake, missed a rhythm significantly or anything like that, Webb would have been right there. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to go down as this, yeah, Tomac came back and, and won easily. It, it wasn't as easy as maybe it felt like. I, I think, and lappers, too. Like, yeah, lots of lappers. And I think Eli was not under pressure, but he certainly had to worry about Webb the entire second half of the race. I mean, it, it was close enough to where he couldn't really relax at all. 
you could definitely see how all three of them knew how important it would be yeah. to set the tone. Yeah. And they tried hard. Yeah, yeah, they really did. Who it do was, you think it was the most important for their... To set far, that tone? Yeah, to, to get the first win, to set the tone for the next six rounds. I think it would have benefited Webb the Same. most. Maybe, yes. Me too. me too. He's got the biggest gap. Mm-hmm. He needed to get the, the momentum going the right way because now he's 30 points down, 32 points down. Yeah. Where he, it's still, even if he won and Tomei got second, it's 26, but man, you start pushing into the thirties and you're like, how am I ever going to reel that back in? And Roxon finished 13 seconds back, but he had a big one on the last lap. So yeah, he yeah, backed he it down. Yeah, yeah. Not close. But people who look at yeah. it are like, yeah. Roxon was literally a couple seconds behind Webb. Webb was, was like three seconds behind Eli. So it, it was, uh, it was almost weeds, like not much changed. I mean, obviously Kenny had been getting second and or first, and Tomac had been, you know, Webb was maybe the third guy, but he was banged up from Atlanta. But not much changed from when we last left saw this series. It is incredible, and that's what I covered in the, the Weed Show video I did, that you, you couldn't have had more variables mixed in here. Yeah. From 85 days off, unprecedented. Uh, track was weird. And elevation, by the way. No fans. Atmosphere different. Couldn't have been more weird. Brayton and Baggett up front early. And then the same guys that were on the podium at Daytona. In Atlanta, or just on the podium again. Didn't you guys kind of wonder yeah. where Barsha was? All day yeah. and all night. Yeah, all day. Yeah, all afternoon. Just never, he never really flashed. Not in practice, not, I mean, he battled to get up front early in the time qualifying sessions. Like, he wanted to go. Yeah. Just never quite had the pace. And you look at the main event, and he was just way off the pace of those guys as far as, you know, at the end of the race. Uh, no. Adam Cincerillo was right up front. Looked good. Got second in the heat. Looked good, of course. Was fast all day. And then he made a mistake and uh, uh, got run over by Webb, like right run over. Did Eli, you see the, see the re- replay of that? Yeah. Oof. And Eli almost uh, got him also, got the bike, going, almost went down. Eli got lucky there too. So he's okay. He, he told me 60-40 that he races on Wednesday. So, so oh. arm, it looks like his arm, right? He, back. Arm got run over? His back. Okay. Yeah. His um, arm definitely He got said it's over. not as bad as Glendale, the back. And he said that Nick Way was on his way to gra- grab a garbage can so that he could soak in some ice in the garbage can. <laughs> um well, and, and hey, then before, that points but, out a, a factor in this. Yeah. If we were just racing Saturday to Saturday, yeah. the odds of 60-40 would flip sure. significantly. That's sure. the problem with yeah. less time. Yeah, which we brought we brought that up, I think, yeah. on a show. And um, we already have a, a sample. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so Adam crashed out, but yeah, he rode off, and he was telling me, he was like, man, like, I, I'm just, I'm so, what, I, I got to stop this. It's too painful. And I said, and I was like, yeah. I said, but. I'm like, you know, it's going to happen for you. It'll happen. Don't worry. It'll, the flip, the switch will flip here. And he's like, yeah, but when? It hurts. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, bro. That, that part, I don't know. But uh, I mean, um, he's coming off a national championship last year. Like, yeah, he crashed at Vegas. He almost won two titles last year. Yes, he got hurt this year. It, it, yeah. he's, he's doing okay. He's one of the best and brightest stars we have in this sport. Just, just um, hang in there. Anderson. Every 450 rookie season practically yeah, has yeah. pain. Almost. Yeah. Ask Plessinger last year, he broke his darn heel. Like, like a number nine on a Kawasaki back in the uh, 1999. He opened the door. Right Damn back then. The door. Damn it. Right back then. That guy uh, figured it out. I guess he. no one really knew. Everyone was Everyone was confused about this multi-time champion, whether he could figure we it out. We weren't sure back then. Yeah, we weren't sure. We're sure. Okay. Uh, Anderson, quiet all day. Weeds, you said that during our little break in between the night show. And uh, uh, honestly, Osborne got him. And I thought Zacho, Zacho rode great. We'll get to him in a second. I thought for sure that Anderson, he was going to drop Anderson. I, and credit to the 21, man. He dug deep and got back up to Zacho and got him. Yeah, because Zacho came from behind, caught him in I think, him. yeah. He but I him. think early on, Anderson was 
back further back than Zacco. Oh, I mean, I saw Early. Zacco make a move on him. Yeah, at yeah, one point yeah, and yeah, pass yeah, him. yeah. And then, like three laps later, or however long it was, I look at him like Anderson probably just, more like ten because the race was so many yes, laps. That's true. Twenty nine lap. Right. All of a sudden, I'm like Anderson's just back ahead of him. Yeah. Uh, you kind of know when you see a battle, and you're like, that's that. Yeah. And then it wasn't right. Right. Which that watching that battle to me that that was that like yeah, it's I was over. yeah it's over it's over yeah uh and Anderson regrouped and, and got him back so good job for Jason Anderson there yeah and I think you know to Zach's side uh in his defense he's coming off of broken vertebrae collapsed lungs like he had all kinds of injuries going on I don't think he's he he's fit as far as pace but I don't think he's fit as far as yeah I can do 30 laps no problem I'm dialed right so yeah. um I think that will well, come back very quickly because that that was a big test today. He'll recover and he'll be. These guys are going to get stronger. The guys that are coming back from injury are going to get very strong very quickly because they're getting their bodies are getting asked a lot of them. But that's that's how these guys respond more more quickly. Than okay, but else. here's the funny thing. So Osborne, as we all know him personally, like he's OCD. He's very much. He still throws up before the race. Mm-hmm. Everything has to be in line with him. He's a very organized person. He's a very meticulous kind of guy. His start device falls apart before the main event, just blows up apparently for people I talk to. Now there's a little bit of a controversy going on in. So the early word was your team can help you work on your bike. Cause you're all in a group. You've all been cleared. You've all been hanging out with each other. You're fine as a team. You're fine to help work on a bike. But some of the smaller teams and other riders said, Hey, we don't have a team, so we can't have a team. You know, you didn't, you didn't let us have a team or we don't have a team. Whatever the reasons were only the mechanic, can work on the bike now. So one-on-one, only one mechanic to one bike. Okay. So Dave Feeney, Osborne's guy, was over there changing it, which took a little bit of time. We heard Osborne himself chipped in, which I didn't see, but someone told me down the line, Osborne himself grabbed some tools. Wow. So they were changing up the start hook, and they barely got it in. Osborne rolled into the gate. Mm, Five seconds. Seven seconds, Maybe, I was going to yeah, say. Yeah. Before the gate dropped. And on top of that, he was so wound up, he forgot to take his race goggles so he wore his parade lap goggles, which had no tariffs on it. Unreal. So Osborne was just a disaster to start this race, but somehow pulled it all together. So my thing is, is maybe Osborne needs to just relax a little bit, be more of a disaster. Oh, I don't know. Just saying, maybe <laughs> that try that theory. It's like when uh, Seiji was working with the OCD Andrew Short and used to like make him go on hikes and get lost on purpose. Do you remember this? No, I didn't remember Seiji saying he used to move things. Though. Oh, move things. He used to. He used a to hike. Try to, how did you get move things and get lost on a hike? He on was purpose? just trying to make, make stuff a mess. Yeah, make him a mess. Yeah, and you have to figure it out. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe this is, this is what Tim Ferry used to do. He used to. We would have to do uh, math mathematics, like times tables and things like really? that before the start. To try to get your brain working. Like, let's start, get your heard synapses it. all firing. Wow. It, it didn't work. Uh, Both of us sucked on the start yeah, all the time. Yeah, I can't see Timmy doing I can any tell math. you what, eight times eight is, no problem. <laughs> it didn't result in the no, whole shots. No, it didn't help me on the start. Uh, I, but I don't think, like, I don't know that Michael Lessie could tell me what, you know, 10 times 12 is really quickly. But he's going to whole shot every time. So I don't really believe in this theory all that well. But he was all about it. a good one. Well, Zacho was uh, Zacho really well. The fifth, the fifth, he lost the fourth late in the race, but the fifth is a good yeah. ride for, for Zacho for sure. I want to mention with Anderson, by the way, uh, on the press conference they had Friday, you know, he's left Alden Baker. He built a track at altitude in New Mexico to get ready. And he said straight up, he's like, I've been, he's I have three podiums this year. He goes for what I'm getting paid and what my job is. That's not it. I need to do better. And you saw some heart here to come back on Zacho like that. Yeah, so, he rode well. Yeah. So for Anderson, he's always kind of advertising the I'm just here to have a good time thing. Yeah. He's pretty motivated right he now. Tried, he, showed, bro. he showed some fitness. I mean, 
29 laps and passing Zacho at the end, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, you'll take that, right? Well, you wonder how much is motivation, too. Like, I, I, my teammate but, slash Baker's factory yeah, guy. But yeah. motivation, if you're tired, yeah. motivation going to take you so far. If you're out of breath and can't, you know, breathe to go fast, he had to he had to go for it in those last two laps yeah. to get Zacho at the end. Um, so somehow, okay, so the most amazing thing happened in this race, I thought. We did 29 laps, and Kyle Cunningham... Nor and Marty Davalos didn't crash on a dry, slick surface. But come to find out after the race, Cunningham did go down. Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. still 14th though. Yeah, but all was right in the world almost because having one or both of those guys crash and lose the front end on this track was as predictable as anything. I didn't see him crash. Yeah, he did apparently. That's what Jericho told me. So, um, so but Marty rock solid, dude. Marty's a new man. That was impressive. I'm telling you, like Rocky in Rocky four, he goes to (laughs) Russia, he grows a beard and he just gets busy with training. I don't know for sure, but I wouldn't be surprised to see if Marty on this break took off for Ecuador. He didn't. He was at MTF. Took off for Ecuador (laughs) in the mountains, trained and rode and just became this new man because he was pressuring that group of guys. If he went to Ecuador, he wouldn't have been able to come back. Thanks. You're welcome. Maybe he went to Mecador in his mind. Mecador. Mecador. <laughs> he didn't go to Ecuador. He went to Mecador. Okay. Which is like Mexico. It's like Texas. Like, like Texas. Mexicali. Tex-Mex. It's like Tex-Mex. That's a food. Right. No, yeah. It's the same thing. It's combined Texas, Texas and Mexico. He, he combined America. Mexico and, and Ecuador. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. Bottom line, though, is awesome. Marty rode great. He did. He rode, Marty rode well. Totally did. Yeah, and I think the practice times weren't that impressive. So it was a total inverse. He saved it. He just did it with consistency in the main. It wasn't <laughs> pure one lap speed. Putting in laps. Well, knocking I, it down. And I asked Steve, like, that one million percent, Marty loses the front at this track in the main event, right? Like, it, it, well, it Cunningham, was, yeah. I mean, it was the yeah. perfect storm <laughs> of a track for Marty to crash and lose the front. I don't know what I'm doing. That's <laughs> Marty's line every race. The only thing I can think of, and the only reason he is. That track, like that hard pack, that's MTF and like Cairo, Millsaps mm. track, MTF track, that that is that dirt. So maybe he just felt really comfortable and could trust it. I, I, don't, I don't know. know. Good job for Marty, though. Yep. It was awesome. He got, he was running third in Atlanta forever. Lost it late, but, and now he's so, I don't remember how he did at Daytona. Probably not that good. But now he's had two out of the last three races, 85 days apart or so, but, but done well. So good I, job. I, I just love it when guys like that do well. The more guys you can get in that yeah, mix and, yeah. and get something rolling. Yeah. So good for him. I'm well, at one point we had Dean Wilson topping the charts in practice. Uh, Mookie was second. Yeah, love it. Uh, yeah. So it was it was cool to see. Uh, Blake Baggett, JT, led a lot of laps. Got to be bummed. Uh, his hand was pumped up. His yeah. hand was sore. Yep. Uh, arms pumped up. Arms fatigued. So we'll see. They, they didn't really have a reason to attribute it to. They said maybe the altitude or just something weird. Um, I went, obviously we were, you know, recording this a few hours after the race. We got to watch it in the last hour or two, and I didn't realize how long he led for, but it was eight minutes plus. 11 laps. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't it, – it was a meltdown. You, he faded all the way back to seventh, but – And a distant seventh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could tell something was wrong, but if they can figure that out, the pace was good, the starts were good, everything's there. They just obviously need to figure out what's going on with his arms, but it wasn't an immediate blow-up. 11 laps is pretty far in to have issues, so – I, I'm confident they'll they'll sort it out. Burners are pretty smart. Dude. I would have loved to have seen 
the pits be open, Weegee, and you can go talk to your guy, Baggett, and find out. You know, again, could we have tried? Maybe, but we're not supposed to do that. Yeah. Right. Uh, Justin Brayton, Weege. Thoughts, yeah, thoughts uh, on, on celebrating? We were looking good. We were looking good. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure. All, all I can gather is, same thing with Baggett, is it just like when you're at the sharpest end of the field, the sharpest yeah. end of the spear? Yeah. I, I think I told him this. It catches up to you? Yeah. I, I think maybe the worst thing that happened to him was getting in that front, running second, running that pace, getting that, getting That's those. Saying, yeah. You know what I mean? Like he, he yep. almost blew himself up a little bit. And so once you start getting eaten up, oh. you, you can't really stop that train from, from you know. See, I, I think uh, a part of that too, and we have to remember he had a broken hand leaving Daytona. So there were several weeks where he couldn't ride and similar to Osborne who said he was really feeling it coming off an injury. He couldn't ride asking those guys to come off an injury and then do 30 laps in your first race back is a lot. It's a lot to ask. Let me just allow you to clarify that people are going to listen and say, JT, it's 20, 20 minutes and one lap either way. So explain why it matters. Well, it's a lot of laps and the track gets worse and worse. Okay. So anytime you're adding laps onto a track and then the dirt software, it's breaking down and dusty. Yeah. Doing 30 laps on a track like Glendale, where it's perfect and doesn't change, much easier than doing a track where by the end, the guys are just trying to do the obstacles. It's so difficult, so the effort level goes up. Um, but in any case, doing 20 minutes for those guys if they've been injured is, is still asking a lot, coming right off of an 85-day break. Okay. It was Steve? good for fly yeah. racing for a little while. Yeah, bag we of Braden just, yeah. We were yeah, looking yeah. good for 11, uh, 11 laps. Listen, it doesn't matter. JT got the face mask on on, uh, oh, on Will, so Will Christian and, and that other guy. Unbelievable. So, it was so good. Yeah, so fantastic job on that. Uh, Dean Wilson was fast. Um, I didn't have the heart to tell Osborne this in our group text. Where Osborne? Did you read where Osborne said he was thinking about me out on the track? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I didn't really have the heart to tell him that, tell him this, but... I switched from Osborne to Dino oh, after, after that practice where Dino was on top. I had Zagor on my team. I had Dino at Daytona, so I, it was not an option for well, me. Well, don't tell Osborne. Okay. But yeah, I still like the, very proud I still like the fact that he was thinking about me I out know. there because I was grilling him for fantasy advice, and I was grilling him on another topic <laughs> that he wanted nothing to do with. He walked away from that. Pretty it was good. good. Uh, I had someone accuse me today. They're like, where's the real journalism in the sport? Why doesn't someone ask? And I'm like... We've asked yeah. anyone that could be asked, and we either get no comment or right. straight up lying. So we're talking about Bobby Hewitt. We, we, oh, I, we okay. I reported yes. it. Well, I, yes. well, we are. <laughs> we are. Okay. Well, I, I don't know if that's what you were talking about, but that's no, what is. I'm talking yes, about. Yeah, so I worked, Bobby yes. Hewitt. I wasn't sure you were going to Bobby Hewitt was the that. owner of the Rockstar team, and we think he's out, and we're trying, and we're, we weren't allowed to come by the truck. I didn't see him. We think he's out as a team owner. Or something's going on. Or whatever his role was. Yeah, and, and just we can't. It's, 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 it's like a general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs getting fired, and I guess nobody knows. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> just nobody reports on it. Like, yeah. So, anyways, uh, we don't believe Bobby's with that team anymore, and we're trying to find at the bottom, get to the bottom of it. Yeah, so. but anyone we've asked yeah. says no, and that includes uh, me texting Bobby himself. Right. No response. Right. Um, so we'll find out everybody when we find out great sport. Uh, so Dino <laughs> got 10th. Um, he, I, you know what? Did he just get a bad start? I, yes, I know he caught Brayton near the end there. I never really noticed Dino outside of a bad start and Mookie dropped back a little bit. I know that AP crashed early and okay. was, and had to work his way up. So, um, that was kind of the deal with Wilson stew and Plessinger, not the day for uh, smart top team. Uh, Hill was up there, crashed one mechanics area freeze crash into whoops. 
pulled off. At some point, he skipped the whoops, and Mookie dropped a few spots. So not a great day for the smart top guys. They've been really solid all year. And in practice, they were really good for a while. Yep, but not didn't, didn't come together. Not this week. So Benny Bloss, JT? Uh, solid day, 13th. Not too bad. Um, Quiet. Yeah, he snuck in the main event in the heat race, had to pass Cunningham to get there, and then it's kind of the story of Benny's career is bad start, ride around. Sometimes he works for it, sometimes yeah. not. He just doesn't get a start where he can even show any flash. Like, he just cannot. And it's obviously not the bike. Look at Blake Baggett. That bike and Justin Bogle, same thing. Whatever's going on with Benny on the starts, and I've talked to his dad at length, and he's just like, what? And I'm like, I don't know. I I didn't get whole shots a lot either. So, uh, But it's crazy. He just can never find a way in Supercross to get a good start. So, yeah, today was another of those days. I will tell you, though, getting ninth in the heat race and having 17th or 18th gate pick, that's not a good way to get a no, good start in the main no. event either. But the good – so because of the TV, they ran the LCQs after – so you had two 250 heats and an LCQ for 250s. And then four – so the guys in the second heat, they didn't have much time to turn around for that LCQ. So getting out of that LCQ was – was key, especially elevation, first race back, and all of that schedule. Weege, you don't think this thing's going to be the way it's going to stay, though. This is just for this round. I, I don't think so. I, I think the reason that was done was because the first right. hour was on NBCSN, yeah. and right. they wanted to just throw the 250 class into that right. and get the 450 races all together on the big network. So I'd assume we're back to the regular schedule and we're full NBCSN at the next race. Uh, Cunningham 14th, uh, Chiz 15th. It's just what Chiz is going to do. Chiz is going to Chiz. Chiz was the last guy that didn't pull in or quit. That's again, not a shocker either. It's always Chiz. It's not, he's not going to do that. So, and Hill pulled in at some point, uh, a raise fuel boiled, freeze crash. Chad Reed, uh, had a fuel issue as well. I'm really surprised at the fuel boiling. It wasn't that hot. I didn't think so either. Uh, but the elevation we, has always thrown that. We've never had a problem here. No. Uh, Denver no. outdoors. Yeah, I've raced here a lot. Yeah. Never. I mean, uh, it's always been colder, but I've yeah. raced Lakewood a lot. True. It was earlier in the year. Yeah. The yeah. only time I ever boiled at Lakewood, when it, it was 105. It was 105 degrees. Yeah. And yes, what I year boiled. was that? That was 2005. Yeah. See, everybody told me when EFI came around, which was after that. Oh, it's fine now. It's pressurized. No yeah. more fuel boiling. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Chad's on a KTM. I thought he looked frisky in that heat race. Yeah. I really better. It was better. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Right. I agree. He uh, he's got a, he's got an opinion on the masks. We'll leave it at that. Yes, he does. He's got an opinion on the masks. He has an opinion on everything. <laughs> yes, he does, and it includes the masks. Yes, as yes. well. So uh, good to see Chad out there, though. And I thought he looked good. Yeah, he had, he's got factory suspension. Weech, you told me. I, I think got the big so. stuff, the big forks. Yeah, because yeah. I had talked to him very beginning of the year, and I was like, "So how come you ended up on a Honda?" And he said, "Because with the Hondas and Kawasaki's and such, you can get." A kit, you can get yeah. work stuff. It's hard to get him for KTMs. If yeah. you could get him, he'd ride a KTM. Yep. So something changed. Right. Uh, Bowers told me he got altitude sickness, got dizzy and stuff, had to pull off. Really? Yeah, he said it's never happened to him before. Wow. So he, he, that was it. Uh, Fast yeah. Freddy tweaked an ankle or something. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Freddy hurt an ankle. Oh, come on. Uh, this goes into JGR's uh, Brock Tickle go. situation. Tickle crashed uh, three, four laps into the very first practice session here today. Broke his other hand. Not the hand he just broke, but he broke the other one. But Weege, he thinks he can race like uh, on Saturday. Sunday. Next Sunday. Su- Sunday. Sorry. Yeah, not Su- Wednesday. Sunday. Right. Said it's not as bad as the previous handbrake. Dude. He's going to race in a week with a broken hand? Yep. Maybe broken heart? Yes. That's what everybody told us. I, it's just unbelievable. 
It's unbelievable, JGR. They literally uh, can't even get dudes out on the track. I don't know what to say anymore. Yeah, it's, it's this amazing. This is why we made the joke if the riders got to a rig, yeah. it would have been theirs. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah. What do you do? Did Tickle, was it like the first lap of a heat race when he got hurt? The first time? No, he he may he rode he rode one race for him. No, yeah, I know. Tampa. Oh. But when he got hurt, wasn't it the same yes. thing? Like, yeah, 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 right away. Heat race? I thought maybe practice. It was the weekend after Tampa, so where would we have been? Atlanta? Yeah. Uh I don't know. I don't Oh know. no, Dallas, sorry, Triple Crown. I think yeah. it was like the first main yeah. event. Yeah. Okay. Same thing. Like yeah. dude barely did any right. laps. Unreal. Poor yeah. tickle, poor JGR. Yeah. Um so I no reason to think for in two days, we're going to see a different running order than what we saw. I mean, slightly, but we got packs now. We got packs. We got yeah. those three guys. I don't think we're going to. I think we're going to get Wacko Zacco. I think you're going to see some guys get in there. Like if Dino gets a start, he had speed, right? But I, the start seems so critical to me. Uh, I don't think you're just going to see. Maybe to, the Tomac and Roxons and Webs are going to be good. Like that's that's not breaking news. But I think your Four, five, six, seven. I think that's there are plenty of guys who could shake it up and get in there. I think Barsha will there will be a resurgence of Barsha. He's not just gonna hang out. I think Dean's gonna do better than tenth at times. Mookie's gonna have a good round. Justin Hill, th- all those guys could get in there at times. So I'm hope I'm hopeful anyway. Maybe that's too optimistic, but to think that it's just gonna be, you know, Anderson, Osborne, D- Marty. I don't think that's Oh Marty. I don't think that's Marty was good, man. Very solid. Likely. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, that's the 4th class. Anything else? Nope. All right. Thanks to Fly Racing uh, for getting this ha- for making this thing happen. Flyracing.com. Please check them out on the web, as always. Uh, gear looked good, JT, out there. Uh, that's solid. Thanks. Yeah, it was honestly, for Fly Racing, it was a very good day. Okay, we didn't get guys on the podium. Always want that. But the masks were good. <laughs> we had number one and number two for several laps in the 450 main event. So I'm good yeah. with it. I'm I'm good with it. Without having fans, without having the pit party, without having fly racing radio, without having all that, it's a pretty solid Sunday. Do we know if any of our buddies' photos made the fan zone? I did fly not racing? hear of anything out of the norm. Okay. So all right. All right. That would have been their get dead giveaway. You would have seen tweets. Yeah. You would have seen texts. My, my wife submitted one with, with AC, her and AC. I wonder if that made it. I don't even know, but... We would, like, we would have seen. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. we would have seen it. All right. Um, so thanks to folks at Fly Racing as well. Max's Tires. I uh, love those guys. MXSTs, A-Ray, and uh, Mountain Bike Tires, of course. Uh, you had Max's on your mountain bike. Uh, this, this, this hey, they were rides. good. I can't argue. Uh, Renthal as well. The Fat Bar 36 is out now. Renthal.com for more information from those guys. Uh, also, uh, HPHandsAN.com. HPHandsAN.com. Hands in uh, dot com f- uh, for for more uh, information on that. Uh, get get um, uh, this is the su- leading supplier of FDA Formula Forty B. Chose the most effective in combating COVID nineteen. Who knew? Um, so please check that out if you want to get some hand sanitizer for your company or for your business or anything else. These guys are CBD people that have switched over. Race Tech as well. Uh, Pulp Twenty is the code to save with Race Tech uh, out there. They had Zombie Blows out there uh, killing it. We'll talk about that in a second. They had Jerry Robin as well and many other guys. RaceTech.com. Uh, get your motor work done. Get your suspension work done. Thanks to Race Tech as well. Can I mention on Yes, maps? please do. If you're going to be you out here in the beginning, haven. you didn't say the beginning, but. Uh, it's usually okay. what we do. It's usually what we do. Okay. It's like a haven out here. So 
I really got to actually look and see some of these places to ride. Luckily, we keep finding people who live out here and are telling yeah. us where to go. But Onyx Maps will give you trails, be it for your dirt bike, mm-hmm. or your Jeep, or your ATV, or your side-by-side. Right. So go to onyxmaps.com or look up Onyx Off-Road in the App Store and find trails to hang out like Do, cool guys like us are doing. What's the highlight of you hanging out with GNCC champion Shane Watts? I mean, good God. Yeah, so he's in, somewhere, uh, somewhere he lives up here. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's just kind of random. Um, he did offer that I could stay at his house. Uh, and normally, of course, I would have taken that because it saves money. Yep. But uh, again, I'm trying to play by the rules. They gave us a list of these are the four hotels you could stay in. I did that. Uh, I do not think Shane Watts is really concerned with COVID-19. No, it seems. Theory. Yeah. I think he's yeah. pretty wide open on that. Right. Um, <laughs> probably shares that with some. Countrymen, some others, some others, some, others. some countrymen, um, some other strong, strong willed, very, <laughs> I don't know. It strong seems to run opinions. in the, runs in the culture. Doesn't yeah. It? Maybe, maybe it's just something down in the water down runs there. In the culture. Right. Uh, yeah. So he took me riding. We went up. I mean, dude, it's been hot down here. We ended up in the snow to give you an idea how yeah. high up in elevation we end up. And he's riding a TTR two thirty <laughs> with a chain is rusty, which he says rust is cosmetic. What difference does it make? Yeah. We switched back and forth. He had a KTM two-stroke, and then every once in a while, we'd have to stop, and he would put coolant in it because he doesn't feel like getting the radiator fixed. So he carries a water bottle with him to fill the radiator instead of getting the radiator of course. fixed. Yeah, it's so but it didn't get hot enough to have pressure? It didn't ever get scary popping the cap? Uh, at one point, we got so high up that I am on a 252 stroke. Yeah. I am wide open in first gear trying to go over these, like, boulders uphill, and the bike just wouldn't go. Yeah. It wouldn't go. <laughs> This is and at that point, yes, then it starts to start spitzing yeah, and spraying. Right. And he said, that much is fine. Like, he's got it down to a science yeah, of how yeah, much yeah. water right, you can right. lose. <laughs> that is classic Shane Watts. And then many, many other stories that I cannot share in the air. Right. <laughs> maybe you could have a Shane Watts Kiefer after dark segment. Yeah, it maybe we could do that. Yeah, we could do that yeah. for sure. So, all right, 250s from SLC Supercross 1. Uh, well, when we left, March Banks dominated Daytona in maybe, maybe the same category as McElrath buds last year kind of day. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, Tampa. Well, no, but just the outdoor, the, the way Shane's season was going last year, just came out of nowhere. That buds race. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Right. So yeah, no, I, I like, but he did I, win Tampa. No, but that was on a Yamaha. I really like the way that. So I, it's a March different Banks story. Rode. March Banks rode well today. No, I, I know. Here, here's my lead in. Maybe it doesn't work because everyone's confused. Uh, yes. Okay. Hit me. When we left, it was McElrath and Sexton. And when we come back, it's McElrath and Sexton. Thank you. Outside of Daytona. Oh, absolutely. And that's the same thing in the 450 right, class. Right, right. And you could easily say now that March Banks is the third best guy, and he got third, so that makes complete sense. He wasn't third in points. No, he, he wasn't. Was four. Still Yeah, not. yeah. Where was the third place guy? Uh, that was RJ Hampshire. Oh. Yeah. He didn't show up. He had, <laughs> he had ACL surgery. And s- some of his supporters and some of his backers, I mean, it's a big blow to them. So, right. who knows? Maybe tonight would have been, or today would have been an RJ Hampshire podium. Maybe. Probably would have. Probably would have. He was riding well. But Could have, should have, would have. Yeah. But you know? March Banks is now the way so the cookie crumbles. When Fell tells you you're starting in <laughs> September, you get your knee fixed. They never said that. It was just something they were working on. They well, the problem was they needed to get these excess seven races in. Yeah, and you yeah. know, oh, the excess, those, yeah, those yeah. excess mm-hmm. seven. Mm-hmm. Still so like as I said, some of his supporters and backers, it's not a good look. It's not. A, it's not a good time for them. Um, okay, so Shane led every lap. Sexton was close. Lappers got in the way. Helped them both though, almost to me. 
Like, I, I don't feel like yeah. one guy – they were both unhappy with the lappers, but I don't feel like one guy got screwed over think, the other. I think Cole helped a little bit there. You do? Well, he didn't well, He didn't actively hold yeah, up Sexton, but it got tight, and Colt definitely wasn't getting out of the way for anybody at any Not time. like uh, Weege's guy, who I did bring up on the pod, but Brayton literally took his hand off the bar. It wasn't that. For Roxon? Yeah. yeah, and went like this. That's what we do. Oh, that's what you do? We're team players. We don't fight for positions? We're te- Dude, we are here to help. It's like when Timmy was hired to help test the bike for school. Oh, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Good point. You're right. I think, uh, you know, there were a couple of things there and McElrath's day was eerily similar to Tampa. Yeah. You know, fast hole shots. No, but he never had to pass anybody all day. It was just, yeah. Sexton was close in the main event, but not really close. And yeah, just never put a foot wrong all day long. I felt really. like Sexton was a lot like Webb's race. Yeah. That you, was the Webb's race. And you wonder like, and Sexton got it done last year, right? Forkner, just couldn't get out of outside of his own pride in those qualifiers last year and just kept crashing and it finally bit him at Nashville. And Sexton was there when he needed to be and he got this title. And Sexton has been better than he was last year. Let's start there. But he's he is racking up a lot of seconds. Second place, second place at Daytona, second place here this weekend, second place at Tampa. And he's getting it done the same way. And and I want to make sure I say again, he is better than he was last year. He is closer to being the absolute best guy this year than he was last year against Forkner. But it's it's not all that different than last year when you look at the results. You know, he, he's had a couple dominant rides this year, but he might end up winning this title with a whole lot of seconds on the resume. Yeah, I don't know if I'm there yet. There's no way you can compare McElrath to Forkner last year. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm not yeah. trying to, but if you're looking at a way to win a championship, he's getting a lot of seconds on the way to maybe winning this championship. Well, um, maybe he needs to, a, a man who was he needs a man who was known to check up. Maybe he needs someone who is more of a winner crash. I don't want to finish second kind of guy. Yeah, in his corner. Yeah, maybe that's what Sexton needs. Maybe that's it. Yeah, it got acknowledged. It did. It did. He, he he quickly. Fine. I think. Oh, he didn't want to go there. I think all. Sexton really, yeah, glossed over the fact that he's working with Stu. Um, yes, I don't think he's probably stoked that Kenny broke it. Oh, it has to be. That was yeah, definitely. And, and I think from talking to Kenny, Kenny's fine that with breaking that. Yes, totally yes, on purpose. Yes. Uh, so that's interesting. That's a whole like mix the mix yeah. the stir the pot thing, um, which will get much more interesting as those guys are become teammates. Might have Sexton on the Pulp Show tomorrow night, uh, Monday night, and if so, he is getting hit with the stew questions. Ooh, Many he's of them. Smart. Don't tell him that you're going to bring the stew questions on because then you will not have Chase Sexton. Yes. No one he's will listen. Smart. To this. He will not come on this show. Wow. Yeah. Maybe he won't listen to this. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he glossed over it, but yeah, he's working with Stu. So, he's working with Stu. Yeah. Did you guys I, know? I, I don't know. Listen, I will never be accused of being, you know, down on Stu. JT is. I get it. Other people are. <laughs> I get it. I can never be accused of not being a Stu fan. Right? <laughs> no, no, right? you're okay. a Stu. So, fan. having said that, yes. I don't know how well of a coach Stu would be. <laughs> I, <laughs> I heard this theory. Limited. Day, yeah. Limited, you know, knowledge of Stu's moto coaching skills. Granted, I just don't know. I think it how he would be. I, I have no. If you're going to teach someone how to ride, I'm sure he knows a lot. Like he does things and innovated techniques and skills that no one had ever done before. Literally, had never done to the level he was doing them. You're not going to get me to say a, a bad thing about James Stewart coaching a rider on the way up. He's seen and done it all. 
Now, whether he always made the best decisions, those are split-second decisions. Those aren't coaching moves, right? You can't teach someone instinctually the decision they're going to make. But as far as teaching riding techniques and how to cope with pressure and all the things, I don't see any problem with that. Yeah, I feel like, Stu, it's almost a an insult when people are like, oh, he's just so talented. Like, the craft of riding the motorcycle, clearly he worked on it. Yeah, and he mentioned, he said he used to watch videos all the time and try to figure out how these guys were doing these things. Absolutely. Yeah. Not buying it? No. Not buying it? No. <laughs> just shitting out talent, Stu. <laughs> I mean, okay. not knowing what he's doing. Having talent was a big part of the puzzle, but being just, able to apply new concepts. He didn't just be like, yeah, I'm just going to go to this jump and then turn the bars. <laughs> like, that's not an innate no, quality you're born with. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. What do you mean we'll see? Again, we'll I'm see. coming from a spot of love. So uh, everyone can, uh, you know, I'm not like down on him like JT is a lot of times. I'm, I'm, I'm the only one defending him here. Well, in this instance, but. You're anti stew for the most part. I am not, and I will never be accused of that. And Listen, I just don't know how. Are not I don't the, know. This is but not mentally, the right time to be putting me anti stew. But mentally, not a good time. Yeah, it's not, not a good time. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Uh, Marsh Banks, third. Aggressive pass on J Mart. And then, dude, I think if I'm J Mart, I'm bummed. Yeah. He was way far back. Yes. I would be bummed. Um, I, I, I didn't talk to him, but I did talk to the guy who does Geico's oh, PR. Yeah, yeah. What, and he talked to. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, what did he say? The arms, the arms blew up again. This has been the thing all year yeah, for, for yeah. Martin. Arms so, blew up. So have you guys heard this rumor, and maybe you guys know more, that maybe he doesn't stick around for everything? Maybe after the last East, he goes off to outdoor prep land? And does I didn't hear that. You, you mentioned that, that you'd heard that. I, I heard news that for he me. would not ride the showdown, and he would go get ready for outdoors. Well, if the PR guy can dig into that, that'd be great. If it keeps going like this, if that's a possibility, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. out of here. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. I don't think that's why. Okay. We have to get clarification. Point out. Are pointing out rules still in effect? Yes or no? Because Martin and McElrath are on the edge here. And I was hearing this long before the COVID thing of like, they're going to have a decision to make. Uh, and then at one point it was like, we don't know how many races we're doing. They probably won't even bother with pointing out. But now we're back to 17 rounds. Yeah. So it's easily enforceable. So I think that might be where that's coming from. Nice way to frame it. Fair enough. Focus on outdoors. Yep. That's probably what the press release will say. Just a joke of a rule and a joke of a class just again just pull, pulling that in there it's just ridiculous but if that is in the cards rides like today are gonna jay mart's probably making him four or five hundred grand a year it, but it's the same old problem just keep staying down there just don't worry about it it's the same old problem okay and be a man about it point out but go yes, then what yeah i don't know that's the problem how about get a ride with team no lean and try to build up Guys, people make, do that or make half a million dollars people do that on a 250 people do that Podium um, in uh, indianapolis so shimoda joe shimoda speaking of geico uh got a little weird there early on in the first lap knocked down uh pierce brown who then colt nichols plowed into pierce brown uh pierce brown told me that nichols was a little upset at him after the race and pierce was like dude Watch the yeah, watch tape. Yeah, yeah. I, I had nothing to do with it. But Pierce Brown put in the ride of the day outside of the two winners. He came from 21st place. Nichols was the only guy further back all the way up into fifth. Yes, he got lapped. Shows you how fast those guys were going. To Pierce Brown was incredible, though. Yeah, so, he, so was I was great. doing the math a little bit earlier, and, you know, it's, it's such an easy way to say, yeah, who cares? He's got fifth, but he still got lapped. Okay, but if you really think about this, on the first lap, he's probably 15 seconds down. 
at least. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're on, now you're on a 42 second track. That's 27 seconds over the course of 20 laps. Okay. Maybe he's a second a lap off of the guys that are winning. It's pretty damn good. He's going he, through traffic, right? Going yep. through traffic. He rode incredibly well. And if you look at his trajectory, this is his third supercross. He's getting a lot better really, really quickly. So if you are Tyler Keefe, if you are anybody associated with KTM, he's your single bright spot on the 250 program right now. Like that was a great, great ride. Even in fifth, even going a lap down, he's not expected to win yet. So I, yeah, he was the ride of the day and that's including McElrath. That's including Saxon. That's including all those guys because it's, he's on the rise. Like he's, he's not expected to be coming from last. He passed 18 dudes on the triple. That scrub going in those rollers wide open on those rollers, doubling one of them, slamming in the face of triple scrubbing. He must have been three feet lower than some yeah. of the guys he was passing. It was yeah, awesome. it was it was a great ride by Pierce Brown. Yeah. I saw his parents uh, when I was leaving the stadium. I don't know his parents at all. Never met him ever. And he, it was I was so impressed by his ride. I literally stopped, rolled my window, and said, "Hey, your kid rode incredibly well today. You don't know me. I don't know you, but I don't even know what they look like." Yeah, how'd you know that was just seeing him around? Oh, okay. But yeah, that 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 kid deserves to be happy. I asked him about the I asked him about the Utah thing. He's like, dude, I moved to Florida when I was yeah forever ago, eight years old. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you or I'm going to tomorrow. Sponsored him for years and years and years. So I know of of his history here, and I'm sure that played a part of it. He Uh, really wanted to get a good result. But great ride for Pierce Bound and Weege Peters is going to Peters, right? Yeah, it was good to see him back. He actually got hurt at uh, Dallas, I think. Uh, Peters is just going to Peters. Dominated the B group practice. Yep. Yep. Had a little competition yep. from Osby there. I wonder but, if Star uh, regrets letting him go. I'm sure you think so. Okay. I don't think their results over the last few years would reflect regret. Uh, yeah, I think they've done okay. Have they, though? <laughs> <laughs> Have they, though? <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Jaleek Swole, seventh. I wasn't impressed with Jaleek's ride. Uh, early drop back. He was, I think he was fourth, right? Fourth or fifth early on yeah. drop back. But then, yeah. you know what? He kind of rallied, got lopes, uh, at the end. So, uh, you know, a little bit of digging deep for, for, for Jaleek Swole. I guess it's all perspective on what do you expect? Um, yeah. if you're basing it off of Pierce Brown coming from dead last and passing you and yarding you, yeah, you're probably going to be a little disappointed. <laughs> right, right. Uh, they're, they're really the same aspect, right? They come up they get put on the factory team. Right. Same, same, similar situations. Dude, they've battled. For gear, right, they've been in the same right. class. One is the Hussey yeah. guy. One's oh, the and guy. they have like as amateurs. And it was a hundred percent like this. It was Pierce Brown balls fast, small, super solid. Sometimes Brown would blow your mind with scrubs, and other times he would just crash. He would just crash. And so and today so was watching today's right. race. I'm like, yep, yeah, yep. So if you're but if you're swole and Brown goes by you, and then you don't see him, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, you're you like, got to be bummed. You're like, huh? Yeah, yeah but it's happened before. Yeah, yeah. I saw. Brown do that to Swole many times at Loretta's, but Swole would win the title because Brown know, would have two what, good motos and then one yeah. bad. And not you, Brown's crash today wasn't his fault, but no, yeah, yeah. 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 But what happens when if you're Swole and you keep putting in seventh, eighth, ninth, tenths, you end up doing what I do and you go ride for a privateer for fifty teams. <laughs> <laughs> That's what yeah. happens. Yeah. Pierce Brown goes on to factory teams. That's yeah. The difference. yeah. They pay for the scrubs. Yeah. Correct. Where's yeah. uh, Where's Jordan Bailey right now? Where's uh, uh, Cantrell? Those type. A lot of them. Falk, yeah. Mitchell Falk, yeah. right? Those guys. Yep. Um, Lopes rode well. Like I said, got tired near the end, uh, but he's he's Lopes is Lopes he's is good, better. Yeah. He's good than he was on JGR. Can we all say that? You know, it's only Lopes' second year in Supercross. Right. I wonder if some of the teams start taking a look at him because he's been good. I think a big part of that too is he went from the worst 
250 to the best 250 stock. Maybe. Yeah. That's a pretty big difference. Yeah. I think as far as, even if it's a privateer Yamaha 250, it's such um, a better launching pad for your career as far as just getting good starts, having a competitive. Oh, uh, McElroy's bike today was ridiculous. It's not as fair. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Him watching him, and, and that was gonna, what I was going to mention in the Sexton thing, that triple out of the corner where Marchbanks hit J-Mart, and we saw a lot. Yeah, of the first happen. turn. Uh, the first triple in? Second turn. Oh, okay. The second turn. Okay, oh, yeah. Yeah. McElrath was seat bouncing it, no problem. And Sexton was doing like this wheel tap bounce thing and killing all his momentum. And McElrath was just killing him there. And I don't know if it's equipment. I don't know. Obviously, we know the Star Yamahas are crazy fast. But that was, I don't want to say the whole race was won and lost there, but it was half a second every single lap, the entire race. Sexton would have to try to make up everything he would lose just in that one jump. So. Something to watch for is you just watch that star bike, whether it's on the start or it's a seat bounce jump at 4,500 feet, which we're at. It's almost like that is really highlighted. Be great know? to ride it, I bet. Mm. <laughs> well, keep talking about Peters. Yeah. Not being on the team. We'll <laughs> yeah, see how that yeah. works out for you. Um, oh, uh, did you have a, do you have a text thread where people have opinions on Lopes? Are you in a te- any texts at all? People have an opinion on Lopes? They're all, they're all cool with Lopes. They have a problem with Lopes. But maybe on his recent success they haven't gone there oh they haven't oh now, there are other connections oh. on this text thread i mean oh i thought i thought i, I mean, thought lopes was one of them no uh it's weird i think they like enzo i yeah. know but okay. how he's doing better i'm surprised i have not okay. heard right. a whole bunch of look how good enzo is okay doing all right okay on I thought, this thread i thought you had been but we have the other connection enzo and right phil yeah yeah Enzo is Phil's brother-in-law, basically. <laughs> Phillips. Phil, so Phil is Canadian Supercross champion. He's affecting Kyle Peters, his roommate. Yes. And then he's also affecting his brother-in-law, Enzo Lopes. His brother-in-law. Yeah. He was calling it that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Enzo lived in the same apartment. Right. Enzo's sister so was there. So Phil's tentacles now. are like Alden Baker's or whatever. Like just he's producing these. Six degrees of Phil. Right, right. Um, Blows ridden five times and... You know, there's a lot of guys probably out there that are in worse, are in better shape than Blows, and they're faster than Blows, and blah blah. Well, he was seventh quickest though, like in the qualifying. Blows put mm. down a lap, mm. uh, but he gets it done with a 12. John Short, good ride for John Short, tenth. Yep. Couldn't pick him in Pulp Max Fantasy, and yeah. absolutely hated it. I watched him. I thought he was going to get Jace Owen, and he threw everything. He threw the kitchen sink at Jace Owen, and yeah. just could not get Couldn't it done. Do it. But still, good ride. Yeah. yeah. Osby's. This is Osby's first ride, right? Since a torn tearing ACL. Yeah, like, first like Supercross first this Supercross? year. Yeah. yeah, this year, right? So good job for that. Yeah, it was good. Nichols was uh, in the mechanics area and got 15th, so that, that is what it is. Uh, Jerry pulled off. Schmoda must have crashed again and pulled off. Starling, the, uh, had, Starling had bike issues. PR team says uh, broken front brake. Oh, okay. Shimoda. All right. Nick Gaines was fast too, JT, uh, and he ended up pulling off, but Nick Gaines was fast at times. Uh, yeah, he had a big crash. In that heat, uh, he came from 12th or 13th in that heat into qualifying spot. Yeah, he did. He rode really well. He had a crash in the whoops, a yep. pretty big crash in the whoops, which a la Daytona, which was a really big crash in the whoops. So. Only this time it was self-induced and not yeah. track, track induced. And he didn't get just his head taken off after right. this crash in the whoops. But, <laughs> right. Uh, it's still Did, been a couple, you know, couple rounds. I don't know Nick Gaines. I don't even know what he looks like, I don't think. I know what he looks like. Okay. I don't know him. I would like to go up to him and ask him his thoughts on that Daytona oh, debacle. I don't think he has any thoughts. <laughs> he probably doesn't remember it. Hey, Nick. How are those whoops? 
Much oh, different much different from during the day, Nick? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you see anything different when you went in there? Do you remember anything at all? They were like shaped like knives. <laughs> like knife <laughs> knife it. I don't think we gave the I don't think we ranted enough about that. I feel like it ranted pretty good. I know, but I feel like we should make it worse. Like, like that was un, that's unspeakable. The only thing they could have done different was put telephone poles in the whoops or sharks <laughs> or alligators. <laughs> Let's put it this way: they did not have track walk today, right? Right. right. Brayton, of course, was the first yes, rider course. out there, and yeah. did he immediately do the the bigger rhythm? Yeah. on the very first yeah. lap. So we're giving you an idea of how good these guys are. JT, you were one of them. Like, you didn't have to roll things. Like, you can just do it and jump it. Yep. So to see half a dozen riders all just crash the first time they got in a whoop <laughs> section, like, it never, ever, no. ever, ever happens. No. No, well, no. The, the toughest part is no. when you expect one thing and get another, <laughs> and it's really dark, and the black, the dirt is black. Uh, yeah. It's, oh, my God. So, anyways. Um, like a catastrophe. It's like Enduro Cross or, like, Erzberg. Just bikes just falling. Do you, you still like Saxon for this title, Weech? Changing it all? Uh, any, no, no, I think so. no, yeah. I think he's still the guy. All right. Okay, I agree. JT? Yes, but I think we saw something in it, and I don't, I haven't ever ridden any of those bikes, so I'm qualifying all of it. I think the altitude could play spoiler mm-hmm. because it looked like Star Yamaha had a bigger advantage than normal. And, and that's, a, that's a very logical thing to say because strong or weak are going to be heightened at altitude. If you have a weakness or a strength, when adverse conditions come, you're taking a lot of oxygen away from that bike. That's going to become more of a gap. And I think we really saw that you watch those guys on the starts. Those star bikes were ridiculous on the start. And then you watch them on a really difficult rhythm section out of a corner. And it was a noticeable difference. You even saw Colt Nichols, the same thing. He was able to do things that other guys couldn't do because he had more power. So it may may or may not be the difference, and that may just be bad luck on location of city for Sexton if it goes that way. Um, but yeah, Sexton will bounce back. It just it really Dude, stood out to me noticing the difference. If things go sideways, the stew chopper in. <laughs> Remember those choppers we saw about Mikey? Chopper in with uh, more was horsepower. Was that stew? Was that stew? Unless he choppers in with more horsepower, I don't know that he's going to do much. <laughs> What are you going to pull fantasy results, Weech? It are took you, me the last 20 minutes to try to figure out, again, how to how, find my How many results. points did you score? Oh, that I can't figure I out. I got fifth overall today. In case you're oh, my gosh. I don't know how you figure out your total. Well, you got the dashboard right there. I, yeah, this is a great radio, bro. Remember what I was telling Where's you? Where's my total? That's the high score of somebody else. That's the average Oh, uh, you got to go to results. You got to go results. Well, that is results. Go dashboard. Right there. Dashboard. Oh, dashboard. yeah, dashboard. I said that. 231. Oh, okay. Is that any good? I have no idea. That's not, I mean, you're 1233rd place, right? I remember I was telling you mediocrity, <laughs> mediocrity. <laughs> no, no, uh, because people have been taking shots of the mediocrity. I went with your Daniel Sinai. Go for it. Look at this huge. Oh, we got to yeah. talk about Sinai. Sinai was a massive letdown. He's a 15 handicap. I why would he have second gate pick for the LCQ and going far inside? I really hope you guys. Why? Why would you do that? Darian? Should have aimed for mediocrity and not swung. I blame the, the GPs. I blame, I blame <laughs> GPs. GPs. Yeah, that's what I do. Okay. All right. Uh, it's late. We've had to put in a long day. We're going to be doing this uh, for the Wednesday race. We'll do this Thursday morning. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be too late. Be how too many, late. Uh, how I have many? a flight Thursday morning, so nah. No? Okay. So Wednesday night we got to do it? 
Can we do it? Can we do it at the track Wednesday? Yeah. Wednesday no, night? no, I'm not bringing all this to the track. Uh, okay. Well, we'll figure it out. We got to get it done. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what I was going to say. Oh, when? Mm. what's the schedule? How many East do we have in a row? Who's three, Grant Harlan, by three the way? Three East, Texas. Three. Three East. Three, three two, East. one. Shoot out. That's only, yeah. three that's east, only six. Two west. That's yeah, only six. six. Three, two, one. Shoot out. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. So three East in a row. Okay. Yep. So the West, we'll see. Does the Geico Honda guy know for sure if Hunter Lawrence is in? He, he is. is. He is. They even the put out a press release. Yeah. Oh, they did? With the quote. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So Hunter, Hunter and Jet. Yep. Hunter the battle Jet. is on. And the reason why is because they would have, they had him race East. They would have had four riders and you can only have 10 staff members. They couldn't have done it. Oh, yeah, really? Oh, so the number the of staff, the staff guys is actually what got it shut down a little bit. Yeah. Um, four by the riders, way, 10, 10 crew I, is tough. I spoke to a rider today that told me the riders, some of the riders that have made the cut for this 40 man. And I don't, this isn't, maybe this isn't fact, but okay. he seemed to know. Mm. He said, there's two or three guys that have never made night shows. Oh yeah, that right, are I can, in this I can forty man. Name a couple of them. So they were. I won't, but I could. Yeah, yeah. So we were told, hey, we got no problems getting forty. We're in. Like that's what we were told, and whatever. Maybe that was. It. But it turns out, a few of these guys have never made night shows, and they're getting in the night show. So I don't care. It doesn't matter. Just FYI, on some of the. It's a little scary it? though for some of the guys in the heat. Well, races. yeah. One guy was telling me that he said he was four seconds a lap off. Yeah. Of one of the guys, like that's a lot, dude. So yeah, yeah you know. So this comes down to a bunch of riders weren't able to make it. Yeah, yeah. four yeah. seconds off the leaders. No, no, four seconds off this oh, guy. The next, guy. yeah, this yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and he was like, you know, like, and this guy isn't a Which top guy. They're probably like ten or fifteen. Seconds yeah, yeah, off yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. So, bottom line, a bunch of guys weren't able to make it. Mm. Clearly. So. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's definitely special. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. We had national anthem. We did an anthem. We had did that an anthem. Yep. yep. Occasionally, music did it was, play. It was, and, it was recorded, though, right? And so, it wasn't live. Yeah, it was the classic the, Leanne Ryan. Oh, there, right. there's, yeah. there's X's on the ground where the mechanics have to stand. Social distancing and all that. If you're fast, you can stand in the first row. Your yep. mechanic can stand in the first and row. And actually, we're using pit boards. And then those guys, those guys could use pit boards. Yeah. We were told no pit boards. Yeah. But then at some point, one of the guys we talked to said, Cowie brought pit boards, so we're bringing pit boards. And then there was a mechanic thing. Only one mechanic can work on your bike as opposed to the team. So there are some things that are... The pit board thing was, that's, that's really not fair. Just I because agree. you are the front row guy and your guy's better than this guy. And some of that's like crap because it's, they're not really better. Like if Dean's up here and Osborne's back there and because of the, cause you have five across, let's say, yeah, and you're yeah, number six, like, right? Some of these guys aren't better than the other. Maybe they're hurt or these are factory level elite level dudes. And Osborne gets, to, I'm just yeah, I mean, picking just look at the example. Uh, Plessinger got what? 11th. Yeah. Yeah. Like, He's a so lesser rider that Barsha, doesn't deserve. Farsha yeah. gets to use a pit board, but Plessinger doesn't. Right. Like, it's brutal. Right. And who knows if the riders were even able to look over oh, that Oh, they way, were. I, I looked. Yeah. I could see Pierce Brown looking over at his pit board mm. during yeah. the 250. And right. I think it was Pierce. It was somebody on a KTM looking over at their pit board, like, because he could see it. So, yeah. it's. And you're talking about 30 laps in a 450 main event. Yeah, pit board's going to help. Mm. It's going to help. Well, I was wondering, remember qualifying because they didn't have the beast, mm -hmm. the scoring tower yeah. here, and the riders look at that every single time. I think about the guys that are in the LCQs and the heat races. They don't know if they're ninth. Yeah, they don't know right. if they're in or out. You're right. If you're, yep. you know, that's a yep. really tough one, especially some of these LCQs were just pure chaos. Guys are crashing, so you don't know if you're ninth or ten in the heat race. Like that's that matters. Stuff like that matters. So I don't know. It's not anybody's fault. It's just part of the complications we're dealing with. But it'll be interesting to see if they make any changes for Wednesday's race 
comparatively with that. They're going to have to send yeah, the pipeboards. They, they're they're going to have to draw a line yeah, in the sand. I, I agree yeah. with that. But I think it, I think it would really help riders if they would bring that tower back in. Mm-hmm. I know it's a big, it's probably a big expense, and they're thinking it doesn't help anybody but the fans. But the riders can look at that thing. If you're in they the do. air over a well, triple, and you can look and see if you're fourth or fifth, the, that's a big difference. The t- the board, the finish line board, isn't there? The electronic board on the finish line that has the the countdown. Yeah, it's gone. So obviously that it costs money. They didn't want to bring it or whatever. Oh, that was not there. No, the finish line just had a banner yeah, for the finish. It didn't have the countdown and didn't have digital. Didn't have a digital time. board. Yeah. Well, okay, that's an example because Macarath said he's like, man, I looked, I, I we did all these laps, and I looked, and there were still six minutes to go. So that was from his pit board. Oh, who knows? I don't know. And I don't know there, where else he would have looked. Right? Yeah. You can have a watch on. <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, that's you could you can have a watch. Guys do that all the time with their lip pros and their yeah. you know whatever. That'd be tough. Fitbit. I used to do it all the time training. You just look over your watch on the triple. Like it's super yeah. easy. In a race, you did. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. well, not necessarily in a race. I didn't have to. But, but it, if you did in a have training to. moto, a lot of yeah. times I would go ride and there would sure. be people there, but I was there by myself. Really? Right. Right. So to know I was doing a 35 minute moto at yeah. 25 minutes, I'd need to look at my watch. Yeah. So yeah, they, they could do it. I don't know. It's just weird dynamics that we've never had to worry about before. So mm-hmm. we'll have to, we'll have to dig into that a little bit. If we get on the pulp show tomorrow night, ask these guys, like, did you know how much time was yeah. left? Like, how do you know? Yeah, how do you know? That? Yeah. Well, my mechanic was in the second row, so I had no idea. I, yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's call it a wrap on this one. It's weird, folks. It's weird. It's strange. But we'll get used to it here. Salt Lake City 1 uh, down the tubes. Uh, I'm Steve Mathis for Jason Wygant. For Jason Thomas, thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Racer X podcast. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck is that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunas. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And, and Magoo was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right. And, right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't have been there. The Hurricane, Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Poland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home. And once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take the money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, 
like beating a dead horse. I mean, you know, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Go circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pick and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. No problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny O'Mara. Stuff that you could, you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it, you just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. Hey, 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 hey.